you're listening to What's the Story podcast. Brought to you by Fitzpatrick Castle Hotel. Go to www.fitzpatrickcastle.com for more. Hello everybody and welcome along to WTS 146. My name's Danny Murray. I'm Graham Merrigan. How are you, boo? Good, how are you? Tremendous. For what is now a split Ireland. <laughs> Fucking nasty. Civil nasty War. Island. Yeah, all over again. And almost on the anniversary of... Saipan. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Is that what we're talking about? More or less, yeah. Six, <laughs> 16 years this week. Well, just a week on there. Oh, I remember the days. It was yesterday. Ooh. Worst day mm. of my following football ever. Yeah, yeah. Best day of my life being three, actually. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I know, yeah. The way to feel real old. Our guest this week was barely kicking when it was uh, all going off with Roy Keane. Makes me sick, actually. Graham, who is our guest this week? Our guest is Jay Lester. Now, Man. Jay... Why do we have Jay on? We have Jay on because Jay has a story to tell. Jay was... Well, Jay had his conviction overturned there last December in relation to false imprisonment of John Burton in the Jobstown water protests. So we said we'll have a chat with Jay. Yeah. Although Frankie Gaffney told us, get Jay Lester on. Frankie's a good lad. So we did. How are you, Jay? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, thanks for having me on. No, no worries. Thanks, man, for coming into us, man. Yeah. Uh, you're actually from Ballyrack as well. Yeah, apparently so, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, back to the roots, as they say. Uh, <laughs> like family, yeah. Love the borough. Yeah. Um, Killeen and Ashland, great roots. Yeah, good spot. The old summer project. Oh, Ashland summer project was sensational. Ask your cousins about that. Yeah, yeah. you'll never beat Talent, though. Well, no, you'll never beat Talent. <laughs> you'll never beat it. Talent in the sun, bag of cans. <laughs> <laughs> You're in Jobstown all your life, yeah? Yeah, Brookview, yeah, just outside of Jobstown. Uh, all my life, yeah? Yeah. Deadly spot. Really? Yeah. yeah. You always, it's always, it has a bad reputation, doesn't it? Yeah, well, all areas have bad reputations, don't they? And I suppose it's what you make of the area yourself. Mm. So don't care what other people think, just make it what you will. And But it does, yeah, it has this real vulgar type, dark stereotype of everyone in Tala is a scumbag. Mm. going to rob your car, and they're going to rob you while they're robbing your car. Yeah. But it's not like that at all, no. as we know. Well, until I start robbing the mics. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it, sometimes you hear it's a no-go area, is it? Yeah, well, people with class parts tell it as a no-go area. It's not. Yeah. You can mm. walk through the streets of Jobs on a tree in the morning. And you're gonna get a hello. You're not gonna get out, but you know mm. you're getting invited into someone's house if you walk by a party. Mm. You know, Tallah's a lovely area. Yeah. Um, decent, genuine people. Everyone's suffering from the same issues in Tallah. It's um, you know, everyone's from the same social backgrounds in Tallah. It's not only our mixed social background areas. You know, the way you have working class, middle class, upper class. Mm. It's all mid working class area like you know I like, yeah. working same. class or below yeah below yeah <laughs> I, like, I like to describe myself as a lower upper middle so I'm on the lower end of the upper middle class is what I like <laughs> to tell people it's a great definition that's I a great definition never heard just, that before yeah I just try to blend you're in you're not that at all either I'm not no but that's what I like to tell people <laughs> yeah it'll work sometimes <laughs> lower <laughs> middle yeah. Yeah. from Kalini, yeah. Where you went? Um, exactly. That's what my polling card said, lads. So, <laughs> Did uh, it? Yeah, yeah, Cromlock Fields in Kalini, allegedly. Well, there you go, you've made it to the top. This is it, yeah, me and Benau. Benau, yeah. Benau. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my oh, gosh. gosh. <laughs> you probably say Bono, do you? No, I say fucking Bellend. 
How dare you? Tax exile is another one. I'm only joking. All he's doing is avoiding, lads. It's not illegal. Um, we always politically driven. Yeah, since a very, very young age. Really? Always. Because you're only 19 now. Yeah, so like since I was about six, be kind of watching the man, six? the man on the telly in the suit, like asking, mm. who's he? <laughs> What's he do? All that. And then growing up, like I suppose, then from the age of nine, I got really, really interested in politics then. All through primary school, CSPE, SPHE, all those, you know, subjects that are taught in primary school and mm. post-primary, very interested. And then when I got into secondary school then, that was it then. I think everyone knew, like, you were fucked with this fella. He's going to torture us with politics. But I was always very interested in the social social scenes of politics as to what's actually going on. Is it because Jobstown was deprived area? No, I suppose it's because Ireland itself is forgotten as really? a whole, not just serious. Um, it kind of makes you realise I'm just always smart, you know, aware of what's going on around you. Growing up, going into the city centre, seeing people on the ground sleeping. Everyone's going to question that. I'm sure you've all done that when you're younger, you know? Yeah. And that was definitely one thing that sparked, you know, why is that person there? And your parents telling you, well, this is the truth. And you're saying, right, well, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. That's not right. And then politically motivated, then, you know, it wasn't a political party that motivated me or a person. It was more the, I don't know, the hatred I had towards seeing people on the street. The healthcare system is the biggest thing for me definitely in the last two years. Like, mm. I suppose the big topic at the minute is the cervical cancer checks. Mm. Um, I'd imagine we're all at this table appalled by what's going on there, you know? Like, the likes of Vicky Phelan and, and the other women, like, you know, a lot of respect to them for mm. coming out with their stories. Mm. And for the government then to, you know, we're aware of it, we're working on a fix. It's, a fix is not what this needs. It's, it's a fresh government. It's good luck, Simon. It's a fre- fresh mm. health system. Fresh health. Well, we don't have a health system. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think... I wouldn't call the HSE a health system. No. no it's, it, it's, it's might a be failed. classed as that. It might be registered as that, but... Well, it's, it's a, a failed health system. It's a failed system. And the scary thing is, like, we have a doctor who was in that system, practising in that system, leading the country now at the minute, you know? Yeah. Mm. And... Um, Pretty true, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> Was he actually practicing? Did he ever practice? I think he did, yeah. Yeah, he did, yeah, practice. Oh. I'm pretty sure he did. Well, I always thought he was one of them that, like, got his whole, I'm a doctor, but then never actually, he just went straight into put like a career politician. Like, no, because I, I, I could be wrong now. I, I could be know. wrong as well, actually. I could be wrong. <laughs> no, I could be wrong. wrong. Don't Welcome fact back. check us, journal.ie. Mm. Welcome back. We're all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I heard him in a statement say, he was, was a practicing GP. GP. Uh, maybe he was. Like, I've, I've no idea. I'm honest. sure he's been at a few mad sessions and people be like, here Leo, look at my leg. Yeah, <laughs> probably, yeah. Practicing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know, I was at a party before and there was a doctor there, um, GP, mm. a girl I know um, from Knock Lime, very posh part of town. Oh, yeah. And her dad was a GP and, you know, had a sore foot. I remember being drunk and I said to me, you have a look at my foot. I don't specialise in that neurology. Yeah, but still have a look at me fucking man. Yeah, you must know. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off, I'm not looking at your foot. <laughs> me foot's killing me, he would have a look. In the middle of the session. It's not going to tell it. Um, well, it depends. We, we class it's already M50, isn't it? Uh, well, I don't know. Is it's fair house, Tala? I don't know. Well, in the last election, there was a big split anyways as to where, what area belongs to which, especially like the last general election. That's right. So, some people will class as talent and some won't. Your upper class, knock liner, won't. <laughs> yeah. and the ones that are alright about life will <laughs> so yeah. that's where you're going with it you know yeah Leopardstown came into the borough in that little rejig did it yeah Leopardstown is now amongst us oh wow I didn't know mm. that yeah. the aliens are among us that's it um, do you remember like did, did you go ever go kind of protesting at all or yeah um, demonstrating not not so much no I suppose the involvement in regards to politics would have been canvassing for elections and stuff 
with the neighbours and stuff in the area, bring you along when you're younger. Um, the first major protest would have been when the water charge movement came about in Dublin City Centre. And then obviously when John Wharton arrived mm. to Taladon that day, that was yeah. welcome to politics. <laughs> Class one. That was how, how many years? I can't believe it. Yeah, four years ago now. November 14, was it? Yeah, November mm. 14, yeah. So you're 16. 15. 15. 15. 15, yeah. And there was, there was there was anger there? That wasn't, there was an anger, yeah. I don't know if you'd describe it as an anger. Certainly an upset. Definitely an upset emotion going on. Um, and there was a chance, in my head, I've seen a chance, the government minister go talk to them. It's their for isn't they're elected to talk to the people, by the people to talk to the people as I see it. Um so there was a chance to go speak to John Wharton that day. For you personally there was? Well me personally and any other constituent. Like as she said, she's made multiple statements in her run up to government that she, you know, she's been to Jobstown lots of times. This is when she was questioned on the private areas in the run up to general election of uh, two thousand eleven when the La- uh, Labour Fine Gael government mm. that we all remember famously was formed. Like they were questioning a lot about the private areas, like the likes of areas in Limerick and Dublin, Jobstown being one, and the likes of Darndale out in the north side and everywhere else. And they said, you know, she visits these areas as her job as minister and all this. She visits these areas, and that's what she does, you know. And in the run up to the election, she said she visited all these areas. So she claimed that when she visited them areas, she spoke to a lot of people. So why, when she was elected then, and she came into the area, would she not speak to people? Uh it's a big contradiction as to what you played your election on mm. and water charges the Labour Party promised the people no water charges they advertised in national media no water charges which really shot them in the foot like yeah. campaigns out saying Labour Party water charges down the drain well well that yeah. general election when they when they got in that will always be remembered as their fuck up definitely their big and it's when Labour went against the people isn't it yeah and uh, that, I think Labour were going against the people for a long time before that though but definitely that was and I find all this mad that you're such a young age and you're so yeah like even how you're talking now very politically articulate like yeah well I think it's grown up um, and what I've kind of got wrapped up in a little bit kind of made me even more driven and to educate myself that bit more about them because if you ever meet them you know the best way is to have a proper articulated conversation with them rather than a screaming match mm. you were 15, 16 at this time at you, the time yeah. and you wanted to have an articulate yeah well obviously an articulate did you want to have an articulate conversation well it was a political demonstration yeah um, and obviously that aspect I'll never deny that's what I was there for yeah and political demonstrations consist as you know of shouting cheering slogans mm. that can't be denied all over the world and Miss Sapone Catherine Sapone herself would know that uh, she might listen to your podcast I don't know mm-hmm. She definitely does in the bath. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'd yeah. say so. Eating Ferrer, I'll Shout out to Kat. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like the likes of Catherine's opponent and stuff, you know, she took part in the gay rights marches in, <clears throat> you know, the estates and stuff where it was terrible scenes of members of the forces in America at the time were being battered, like actually assaulted terribly. Mm. And the gay rights activists were getting on top of cars, smashing up stuff. And Catherine's opponent then came out and spoke against the protest in Jobstown and said it was terribly violent. Whereas when she took to the evidence witness box, sorry, in the court, the barristers took out the tape before uh, at a gay rights march in, I think it was the States, definitely. Mm. And it's a picture of her getting on top of a carabana and smashing her hands on the window screen. You know, things like that. And her own book as well, she goes in to speak about politics and how politics and how protesting is a big influential factor for politics and to make politics work and that's the thing as well politics doesn't work without opposition yeah and 
that's why there's opposition there as well, you know. Yeah. So that's why I was there that day as well. And on the day, was there any sense? And I know that's probably been talked about at nauseum. Yeah. And, and that, but like being part of kind of the crowd or um, as it was portrayed, the angry mob. Was there ever any sense of kind of like shit? This is torn a little bit nasty, or was it always a kind of like no, this feels like it's controlled. This feels like the guards it, are here and present. And definitely scenes. Um, you know, later on in the day, um, there was an aspect where the guards came into the situation and they came in with heavy-handed toggery, throwing people around, hitting people, especially young lads in the area. This is when John Gordon had left the area. They went in and attacked the young lads, and I think that was more of anger on the guards' end. Whereas they had been shown down by protesters on the day, mm. and there was a lot. Of, if you rem- if you look back on the time, even on YouTube, you'll see there was a lot of guards. You know, people standing on shores, guards getting involved on the half of contractors pushing people, hitting people, women, children. And um, so there's definitely a lot of anger because there was a close eye on that day in Jobstown. It was the tarnished of the country. Every me- media paper were there, and there were certain aspects, of course, during the day when the tarnished, the then tarnished John Morton was there at the time, whereas stones were being thrown and stuff, and obviously the people in the protest and this was brought out in court and in my case particularly the judge actually said thanks very much for it like you know uh, one of the evidence pieces was me what did he say thanks very much for it, this is what I'm going to say so one of the evidence oh. pieces it was me sh- basically me standing there telling people on the side with a megaphone to stop throwing rocks mm. in at guards and protesters and the car because it was kind of at 15 yeah well if there was no cameras it would have been thrown <laughs> no that's a joke <laughs> <laughs> we'd like to clarify that yeah, yeah, that, that is a joke <laughs> that's Whatever. astonishing though sorry for interrupting yeah, yeah so basically uh, that was shown in court me telling them not to throw stuff and then at the judge you could just see him you know and he just said well, before I go forward I want to say thanks for that but then you know obviously that wasn't enough because he still convicted me at the end of the day mm. but an interesting fact about him as well the judge on the time I'm not going to mention him um, that done the case he was only appointed two weeks previously to my um, court case going ahead by the Labour Fianna government as well Okay. And I had a judge set, and the judge just changed the Friday before the court started on the Monday, and it was the judge that was appointed by the Aberfinnegall government. Yeah, okay, yeah, I can see where there's a conflict so of interest there. Politics, in fairness. courts, yeah. 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 Tell me they're not all one part mm. of. Um, I think Richard Boybarry uh, referred to them as the what was it the backbenchers, wasn't it? In uh, he referred to them as the <coughs> backbenchers up in Kings Inn, which is obviously yeah. where all the, the lawyers and the barristers train. And there's definitely is that element of the inner circle of society Absolutely. where yeah. like that meeting I had what's the one with Dermot O'Leary not Dermot O'Leary what's <laughs> your man's name out of uh, Ryanair oh, Michael, yeah. O'Leary. Michael, Michael O'Leary Michael O'Leary they all fly out what's that meeting they have the summer Davos thing yeah like tell me somewhere doesn't go on at that summer where all the yeah. Yeah. in the world get together yeah, you know before this like would, would you have ever been in trouble at all before this no not at all never not at all and after were you arrested the day of the no no um, it was a few months later I got a summons no it was a few months later I got a dawn raid on the house half six in the morning my mum and dad were up getting ready you know and I was up getting ready for school to be in school for half seven like around the club and <laughs> what the fuck like and bang 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 ten <laughs> guards armed and the superintendent of the station armed yeah armed guards yeah this is a big thing that came out in the court they were armed guards for a 15 year old kid yeah and at this time, um, an, ex, an ex-banker... Armed guards and a dawn raid armed guards, for a 15, 16-year-old protester. And on the same day, there was an ex-banker who planned... Was it an ex-banker or an ex-politician? Something like that. Uh-uh. Who was planning to murder two people, was invited down to the police station for an interview. Invited now. 
the difference with an invite and a Don Raid is you're being asked down and you're being brought down you know that's the difference a 15 year old was brought by 10 armed guards that being me at the time and this banker or wanker or whatever he was was brought down by invitation or appointment you know is that I don't know is that is that an optics thing from the guards is that a kind of almost like a, a social prejudice towards kind of job sound and kind of like if we're going to go in and bring somebody we need to make sure that's a show of force and therefore that's why we need to bring you know what looks like heavy handed tactics because you know I don't think so like you know you're not dealing with bloody I don't know you're not dealing with you know top man in the IRA you're mm. dealing with a 15 year old yeah do you know what I mean he's not going to have an AK under his bed he's not going to have anything to put up against you in the bedroom mm. you know when you come in could have easily been so done. you were in a bed yeah in the bedroom at the time in the bedroom getting ready and I heard a knock obviously and I just said in my room and I was like you're in your room and then just came up the stairs and that was it you're arrested you know and it was all the intimidation things as well on the day the morning they're like right we won't put the handcuffs on you because we, we don't think you'll run away but there was everything guards up on the back walls of the house we had an extension or a shed out the back down the back of the garden guards up on that you know like as if he's going to fucking run Jesus. do you know what I mean and I've never been in trouble with the guards now, there'd be an understanding that AFI was known for joyride and they're going around killing people around the area and robbing people. Yeah. That amount of guards, but no trouble with the guards before. And that was their approach, you know. So what were you arrested for? Uh, false imprisonment, two counts of false imprisonment against the Tarnished and our assistant. And when, you, when they went into your bedroom? Yeah, that was it. That was what, the how, what were you like? I was just like, they were like, do you, do you understand this charge? And I was like, well, no, I don't. <laughs> You're like, do you understand what this is for? No, all right, we'll explain it in the station more. And at the time, I was like, all right, this is shy. Nothing's going to come of this. So mm. I didn't request a solicitor, but the interview went, you know, no comment, no comment. Because I was streetwise as well, in a sense, yeah, that yeah, anything yeah. you say will be used against you, obviously, of course. Yeah. And I've seen that in movies, and I've watched a lot of films, and as we all do watch films, it's like, for instance, we think people get shot in films like to do in real life, doesn't happen that way. Mm. But the legal system kind of does work like the movies. Like anything you do say will be used and given as evidence against you. So I was always aware of that. But I never thought that, like, they were like, do you want a solicitor? No, because I didn't think it was going to get to that. And then a few months later, someone scanned, you've been caught in this day, you're getting charged with false imprisonment. And it was heavy-handed from the first day in court. It was, you could go to prison, you know, you're only young, and all you know, this intimidation tactics. And it was definitely political police. Bananas, like, yeah. Joan Burton reckons and says she hadn't got a part to play in the police and of the investigation. But, you know... Mm. Look at the Morris McCabe scandal and what goes on there with the political connections and the guards. You tell me politicians and guards aren't friends. So she charged mm. you? Well, no, Joan Burton didn't. It was the guard. Obviously, the DPP was the one who decided to charge. Joan Burton made a statement about an event that the guards were investigating, obviously because of the protest. And it was a case against... Joan Burton had a case. I was up for falsely imprisoned her, but she didn't press the case, so to speak. Right. But I, I it was to stay. She, I believe she was a strong motivation behind the case. So. Yeah. Because she's tarnished the country. Tarnished yeah, well, And, come on, be honest, anyone with that title can push things and get things done, yeah. you know. Whether they like, people like to admit it or not, yeah. They can. Yeah. Uh, it's certainly, like, the likes of a, a teacher I had at one stage is telling me her father was due for an operation and he got pushed back down the list. And her brother was a director in Fine Gael or something like that, a director of elections for Fine Gael. So be he knew Brian Hayes, MEP at the time, he was a TD in Tala. Mm. Could up and left us for Europe like all Fine Gellers do, really, don't they? Be it a big corporation or anything. Yeah. 
But um, Phil Hogan did that as they, well. They just rang basically. She, she and she tell you this. I don't know if she'll tell you, but she, she'll admit it. Like you know, um, she was saying it to the whole class that she got on the, her brother got on the phone to Brian Hayes, and within an hour they got a phone call that the father was being brought to the hospital on the Monday for the operation. Yeah, I think Ireland, I think, is a country in general, and it's not a rotten, corrupt country. Not just, yeah, I suppose not just with that, but it's, there, there's a lot of nepotism and a lot of it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah, um, and it, it's not just with examples like that. I think it's it's throughout it's any circle of jobs. Yeah, everything. yeah, I was gonna say I think it's throughout society, especially in employment sectors in both public and private. Mm. Um, I mean the the old adage of RTE when you, when you get a job in RTE is uh, who do you know in there? Yeah, that's you know what that's, I mean. Yeah, it's, the common attitude, and it's the same really in a lot of places. Like you know, county council is a big one. Yeah, HSE. How do you get a job as an admin in there? Oh, my man works there. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Can you get me a job in there? And uh, no, my mate's man got me in there. Yeah, that's how it works. And it's not who you know, it's not what you know too. You know, it's, that's why you have so many people unemployed that have degrees. Like you know, all these and they they question. Jesus, why are all our qualified people running out of the country? Mm. No fucking jobs for them. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. Like um. Girl I know is a doctor and she's come to Australia, you know. And like a nurse I know as well, all over to Australia because the hours here are just horrendous for the pay they're getting. Mm. And they're getting a much better lifestyle in Australia. Mm. Yeah. Things like that why people are leaving because the benefits are better elsewhere and you're not looking after the people we need. Is a lot of people at your age left? Um there's a lot of people my age are taking advantage of the colleges in Ireland. Like the education system isn't the best, but at third level I think it is suitable and it gets you mm. what you need. Um, you've been in it yourself um, you might have been yourself in the college and stuff and you, you know it does what you need it to do so to speak you win for a certain course and you get what you get what out of it what you put into it so mm. to speak um, but as soon as you get it they're running out of country with it yeah. so they're not keeping it so in what's the, the point and it's not it's not their fault for doing that I put it down to again what we were saying it's not who you know it's what you know Yeah. Or what, not what you know it's who you know you know when you you were arrested and brought down to the station, yeah. how long did that process last? I was there for nine hours on that day, put in a cell for two hours, questioned for, I think it was five, and then put in a cell for another three hours. So for five hours, did you just say no comment for everything? It was no comment. You get to do like, you know, it's it's, it's that your name, it's that your address, and then you listen, they asked, they, they had it well sought out what they were doing, you know, the pictures of everyone asking to identify people and stuff, you know, and it was just... No comment. Mm. Just the best way to deal with things like that, because as I say, anything and anything you do say to them can be used and will be used against you. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't think I'd done that in criminal. Were you scared at all? Yeah, obviously at the time I was 15, you know, but now I'm a lot more street-wise, political-wise, um, everything-wise mm. to the system, and I can deal with the system now. Yeah. But very intimidating at the time, like, you know, we got awful harassment off the guards around Tala about it. Like the guards and tell it would stop you and slag about it and stuff. Really? Um, yeah. to, to, even now, like? Well, not not so much anymore because right. a big thing came about whereas I made the legal team aware of it and any time the guards stopped me, I'd record them then. Right. But it's terrible. And Frankie was had on, would tell you this, and he probably spoke this about like guards in Dublin particularly. There's a fear amongst young people against guards. Mm. And that's Is not this the just in working class areas? I don't think so. No. I think it's in all areas, like, you know. I don't know if it's in all areas. I come from working class areas, so I can only answer a question on that area. Yeah. yeah. But um, definitely a fear because you see the guards, oh, fuck, here they come, scumbags. They're going to mm. do this, they're going to do that, you know? And that's what they do, they intimidate people. Like in the yeah. snow, here's an example, Bally Firma, three young lads throwing snowballs at cars. 
there is harm in it, but no harm. You know, you can say all these different things that can come out, but it's a snowball at the end of the day. Threw a snowball at a guard car. I don't know if you've seen the video online. Mm. The guards pulled over, dragged them into a lane, and smashed their heads off railings and bet them around. No, I've never seen that. No, I've never seen that. It was all over social media. Like, never even heard of it. Um, and another video then again last week on social media, I actually heard on Facebook. It was a guard was restraining a woman. And with all due respect, the woman was shouting and screaming. But a kid came over, as a kid, though, was being curious as what's going on. Like, like you know, when you're young, you see an ambulance in the estate, mm. you'd want to find out what's going on. Mm. The kid was looking, and the guard literally picked the kid up like that and dragged him off down the road, you know? Yeah, it's. It's a badge, like, you'd think. They're Iron Man. Yeah, I was like, uh, so, yeah, some I mean, of them are, all of them are, a lot of them. Some of them, I know, I know guards um, who are sound, mm. just through other stuff, jobs and stuff. And were, were, the, were the guards generally sound with you when you were arrested at that age? No. No? No, <clears throat> not at all. And the evidence yeah. that they produced in court was... Did you not have to treat you differently? Did they, well, yeah, as a, they as a minor? Like, but in their eyes, I think it's, they're there to follow the law, as in you committed a crime, you're going to be treated the same. Like, the guards have to follow a lot of procedures and things. They don't do that. The mm. guards aren't supposed to smear other guards and say they raped the children. And two slurs aren't supposed to investigate these false allegations, but they did. Mm. And that's Morris McKay's yeah. scandal. Yeah. But Martin Callahan, even, like, you know, given evidence, was it today? The Disclosure Tribunals just was, makes me sick, to be honest. Yeah, oh, of course. To think that there's guards in there. Have they lost 14 phones? 14 phones, that's, yeah. That's Jesus. miraculous, that is. And a, la- a few laptops. I'd say her um, adverts account is fucking booming over the last few months. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you lose 14 phones? The thing is, accountability is a big, huge word that's not being used in this mm. country. And there's none of it. Like, um, it's Tony O'Brien, is that his name? Head of HSE, who's recently stepped yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All these cervical checks. These women get cancer. His attitude was appalling for that. And he wasn't stepping down. Then he stepped down, and that's it. He's gone. Yeah. Big pension. He's gone. Fuck that. Yeah. He should mm. be brought before a tribunal and through a court. But are we not mm. sick of tribunals? Nothing happens at the end. No, of the nothing does happen. We with find them. out the truth. We find like, out the truth. No one's convicted. No one's convicted. Yeah. So that's why I suppose I threw the court in as well. Though it's mm. good to get all the truth out and then put it before a court, because the court can do the exact same thing as a tribunal, as we know. Yeah. But it'd be good. It'd be good to see the embarrassment of him having to sit there. Likewise, with the likes of Martin Callahan and Norino you know, Sullivan and Co. and Francis Fitzgerald through the whole, you know, Morris McCabe scandal. Yeah. Mm. To see the shame on their faces with the stuff they knew is sickening for that. You know, that man. But like, at the end of the day, mm. though, these people are still going to retire with a hefty he- he- pension. That's, that's, that's what makes that's what that's turns stomach. thing in this country. Why should they be let do that? It's, in my eyes, Tony O'Brien is a murderer. To know about something and not to act on it should be a crime. Especially when you're a director or high up at the HSE like he was. Like the rumours are that he knew about the cervical checks and he failed to speak up on them. And they were asked not to say anything. And these women died. And yeah. these women are still have cancer and their families have no mothers. It's a scandal, yeah. People have no sisters. People have no daughters. Yeah, the, 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 the language that's being used around it, the controversy. I keep saying the word. It's, 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 it's a tragedy yeah, and it's a scandal. It's, that's like me coming in here, shooting you, mm. getting away with it. Yeah. Like, how is it not manslaughter? Someone tell me that. Exactly. Yeah. And how, how isn't it? That, that is the question. To kill another human. Mm. And I, I see it as killing because these tests were bogey. They knew they were bogey. They, they failed to act upon it. Like, they could have saved a number of lives. What was it? Two, over 202? I think like so, yeah. And seven apparently have died or something like that. And you have these women like... 209, uh, I think it was. 209. Mm. And Vicky Phelan, the likes of Vicky Phelan, who's now terminally ill, 
Mm. These women are dying, you know. Their families are watching the clock, giving a timeline of when their mother's going to lie, die, sorry. And all that could have been stopped if it wasn't for the hierarchy of I want my job and my salary. Yeah. But, and Mary Harney as well, to go back to her, she was only around, she was around when I was young, but still I'd always hear that in the house, that fucking cunt Mary Harney used to be said a lot, you know. Mm. And still, like my family would refer to John Burton as the newer day Mary Harney, which yeah. I'd fully agree with because I've watched a lot about Mary Harney, especially in the wake of this. And I think it was, it was Mick Wallace, I think, that spoke to Mary Harney in the doll about these cervical checks getting the US firms to do them. This was going to happen. And it happened. And now Mary Harney's gone again with a pension. People are mm. gone with their pensions. Yeah. Happy in life. Yeah. Um, and that's, as you said, accountability is, is the word. Like, and it's something that is, is lacking. Lack. It's we lacking lack. throughout. And everything. Because, jobs, in like yeah. the work environment, accountability is lacking. You know, somebody fails, act on something. Grand, you have a deal with it later. Mm. You, f- you fail up. In Ireland, you fail up. Nobody, rarely do you hear of somebody who, who fails and they, they get actual punishment for it there's always side movements or they're shifted somewhere else that is a cushy number you know what I mean that's what they all do they gotta go to Europe you know mm. it's, it's, like, it's like the whole Catholic church thing they reckon we'll just talk. move the priest yeah we'll move him to the next parish and that's it you know if we get we'll move him to America God. the Catholic church like if you look in where was it only recently 30 of the bishops stood down Chile was it Chile yeah. 30 Chilean bishops stood down because they are being questioned by the Vatican on rape allegations and child abuse. Yeah, cover-ups. So, yeah. Still yeah. talking about Catholic Church cover-ups. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah and look, this it's, is it's another thing, you know, the Catholic Church are a funny one, especially, I know we said we weren't going to mention repeal, but mm. obviously this is pre-recorded, it's going on Sunday and re- the vote is on Friday, so mm. everyone will know what... Thanks for doing our job there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, Pulling back the curtain, as Danny <laughs> likes to say. <laughs> Um, but what was, where was it? I lost my train of thought. Sorry, the Catholic Church in Yeah, Mabel. the Catholic Church in Mabel, you know, they say this about a mother's love to a child. Um, you know, I've seen priests in our, our local parish priests as a big canvasser for her. No. no. Um, and I appreciate everyone's opinions in, mm. in any aspect of life, be it marriage equality, anything. I, it's important to appreciate what people think and take it on board, but you don't have to agree with it. Mm. Yeah. Take it on board, you don't have to agree with it. Exactly, yeah. Um, but especially the Catholic Church in this aspect, the Catholic Church... Um, didn't care for children when they threw the babies in septic tanks yeah. they didn't care for women during the Magdalene laundries and they certainly didn't care for children when they were being sold to Americans years and years and years ago do you know what I mean can I ask a question to you theories about that about you know the septic tanks mm-hmm. and tragedy the, in Chum, the, yeah. the abuse the selling the babies to America yeah just in this whole referendum campaign we do see graphic images on the no side of, yeah. mm-hmm. and they're portraying that it's a baby in a certain size. Well, we all know the size of the baby be at at three, six, up to twelve weeks. It's a feet is smaller it's, than a closed. It's probably fist. a closed fist, like smaller. Why? Why? The the I wonder why the yes side aren't using stuff on the posters like we don't want to repeat of the tune babies. We don't want to. Because we <sighs> we have heard obviously this week there's a couple of people coming out calling it Ireland's genocide. I think. Um, for, for sorry. me, sorry man. For for me, um, I'd like to think it's there's uh, dignity right. in how people conduct themselves. I agree fully with you. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think I want more compassion on the yes side. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. I think the the I'm I'm delighted this referendum's over one way or the other. By the time it's going out, and I'm, <laughs> no matter what the result is, to be honest with you, I think we could well, all do the with the fucking <laughs> break. Yeah. 
Um, I'm hoping yes has, pa- yes has passed. I'm hoping that we have repealed the eight. But I think the reason that you're not seeing that sort of controversial tactic or that sort of uh, thinking is because uh, dignity, compassion, and facts. Mm. That the essay doesn't need this kind of elaborate. Uh, sensationalism or emotional manipulation. But we're, li- we're living on propaganda. Is but we're living outside of spreading. Yeah. yeah, but we're living in a time where all that means something when you look at Brexit and Trump. We're living in a time of social media. I'm yeah. not saying I'm not saying they should have done that. I'm just mm. I'm just querying. I'm just saying it is a yeah. actual. It's actually a credit just, yeah, to d- them for not doing exactly it. Exactly. Just because we're living in an age of Brexit and Trump and fake news, this and all that kind Noise. of thing. I I, I, I don't. Th- I, I think by by going to that level. And by sort of saying, well, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Mm. Yeah. All, all you do there, I think, is damage society further. They're, they're, you have to pull out of the tailspin at some stage. Exactly. And uh, we were know. speaking, myself and Danny were speaking on the way over about... Um, Graham, sorry. We're yeah. speaking on the way over Happens about... Happens all the time, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I just mix it up a little bit. This is your one-hour mix-up. <laughs> on um, yeah, we were speaking on the way over in the car, you know, about repeal obviously because it is coming up quite soon and again as this goes out it will be all over but it's coming up and it's a big spoke about topic now yeah and we were saying you know the catholic church they're involved heavily you know you have all these different groups involved and it's going to be interesting how it turns out you know and will the no side settle for a yes no you never know like really like you have your doctors for no that's my thing you yeah. know the way abortion up to six months has to be approved by two doctors mm. what if you're in an area where two doctors were part of a no campaign doctors for no campaign are they going to have a big rudgery and say oh, fuck that but is that not the law then but there, it, it is the law but yeah. when has the law ever stopped mm. people having a personal agenda agenda on something well that's and I know the the ah uh, fuck what's the technical term for it um, shit no, I don't think shit is a technique. No, it's definitely <laughs> not. Um, it's gone from my head. The, your man from Hacksaw Ridge used it to... When Still he was in Yeah, that's a good film, man. Shit, I can't remember... I actually cannot remember what it's called. But basically, they, they can... A conscientious <laughs> objection. They can conscientiously object to... Uh, like, basically... Carrying out. Yeah, or, or providing the service. But they... If they're going to conscientiously object, they should be referring the person to a GP or a doctor who will... Uh, facilitate the, the the request, um, and I remember watching uh, Claiborne that absolute shit show of uh, the, of a so called debate, um, and there was one particular uh, Cork GP, a male, can't remember his name for the life of me, but his whole thing was that he would conscientiously object and he would not refer. And I think that's where the grey area is. I think that's where people are sort of saying, well, is that breaking the law, or is that just somebody who's being a, a prick? Yeah, more or less. Sorry, yeah. that is the word. Like and. I, I don't know if I'm the only one that feels this, but I definitely have a strong appetite within me that says the no side is being male dominated. Mm. Well, that's obvious. I mean, that's yeah. just obvious to see. Unconscious of the irony of three lads sitting around saying that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But um, at the same time, like. It, no. We're not part of the campaign, yeah. though. No, but at the we're same not. time, I, I do agree. When you look at the people who are involved, you, know, you have your man, John. McGurk, John McGurk who is I mean he is a bell end of the highest order yeah. you know Leo Sherlock uh, yeah. David Quinn 
Exactly, the Iona Institute, the Liberal. John Waters. And start anybody, lads. If Indeed. if you happen to have liked the Liberals page on Facebook, and every so often you share, the Liberal are fully no like everything. I've unfollowed them recently just due to their. You shouldn't have followed them in the first it's, place. Yeah, yeah it's not, it's not, not, not even to do with the now story. It's just a story about me one time. They're a rag. They're, they're not a re- so He's not a real journalist. They're not a real fucking media outlet. They're they're fucking liars and crooks and thieves. And He's been the court a few times, hasn't he? Yeah, for fake competitions and all this really, fucking yeah. nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know and if it fake went stories as well. Yeah, fake stories. Mm. Fake stories definitely because he basically plagiarised. I don't he know. Plagiarised. He, he he writes opinion pieces as news. Yeah, I yeah. don't know if it's being the court or not. I know there was definitely action or or think, threats. I think, of I'm sure to be cases. I think independent news took him to court. I was going to say cases yeah, of defamation against him certainly. Like some of the stuff he's posted is like. You look at it and you're like, Jesus, this Warford whispers. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he, because he, he's, he's, whether he likes to admit it or not, he has a disliking to certain minority uh, groups in the country. Too right. Really. Where he, he, he would, he would take a story of, mm. I don't know, t- two, uh, two African kids, two Irish African kids wrecking something or, I don't know. And he'd exaggerate he'd it. Into, and he, yeah, he'd turn like a max. gang of, 500 kids it's that classic story isn't it where uh, I think uh, I don't know if it's just urban legend or whatever this age but it's that whole thing of like you know when you're a kid and one of your mates goes oh man there was millions of black yeah, people absolutely. out there and you're like millions how many about six or there's always, there's, always, there's, always a lad, there's always a lad in a group that ha- might have got uh, bet up uh, by one person ten lads out there boxing the head yeah. on me lads come on me get them five of them and his dad his dog and his nanny that was dead and everyone <laughs> yeah. was there that's a classic Leo Sherlock that's a classic Leo Sherlock on Leo Sherlock and the liberal actually is that one of the problems with this whole concept of like citizen journalism again aware of fucking irony that's kind of what we're doing but at the same time, this we're whole idea a discussion though we're not saying it as fact. Yeah, he said like, he he misleads people. I was gonna say this whole idea though of and and don't get me wrong, I think it's brilliant in most cases the internet and and how people social media is the best yeah. thing I think in and the worst thing and the best thing it is it's in this a lot whole, of cases that's yeah. happened. Like look at Donald Trump, he's running the world so to speak on social media. Yeah, mm-hmm. two hundred eighty characters on social media is his support. Like I don't know, just a funny story real quick. If you've heard, remember the guy's last day on Twitter. He went in and deactivated yeah. Donald Trump's Twitter yeah. account. Yeah, it was yeah. brilliant. Bang, that was it. Donald Trump was gone off the internet. And the internet's the strongest point. Like, I remember during the Oscars, he put out some mad, ludicrous tweet, like, they'll never be as good as your president, Donald. <laughs> Acting that he's like, that's right, actually. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. I was sitting there, like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> like, I would say at times the White House press corps are just literally going, will somebody take the fucking phone out of his hand? Yeah. What was his name? Spicer, wasn't it? Was the press Sean, secretary? Sean, Sean Spicer. Yeah. Is he Sean Spicer on on Irish chat show? And he was just See getting celebrated like that. that and again, we go back. To where's the responsibility? Again, there? we go back to people in roles having agendas. Ronald yeah. Torberty is supposed to be a host, and in my opinion, I don't support the Trump administration or anything mm. like it. But anyone that's a host on a talk show should be treated fairly, and it should be balanced. Mm. But even Sean Spicer, he did get a bit of an L kicking too much and it, I've no problem with that because yeah. he fucking deserves it but the likes even when we had our cases Paul Murphy went on and spoke he was given a right L kick yeah. you know about it the joke saying was his fault this was his fault you know mm. um, but Ryan Torberty is another one um, conversation for another day yeah I, I think that was well like, late, sorry, no, right. uh, I think yeah Torberty did maybe go after him a little bit because I think Paul Murphy uh, no, um, Spicer. Spicer. Oh, Spicer, yeah. And I think it was because it's low hanging fruit and it was easy. Yeah, um, it was there. It but was there was a lot of laughs and all, wasn't there? Oh, there was, there was yeah. yeah. There was, was, a, there was an element of a, a sniggering there. But there was also, in a weird kind of fucking juxtaposition of it, and it's something that, that 
and I know the late late's meant to be an entertainment show more than anything else, but it's something I think that Ireland is, is literally you could roll out fucking Paul Pot and be like, yeah, use mm, genocide and all that. But we have a surprise for you. Do you know you've got a second cousin from Clannacilty <laughs> and he's in the yeah, audience? Yeah, yeah. So, Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. I mean, there's some Paul Pot's second cousin. Yeah, yeah. there's some gummy wonder there with a lamb under his arm. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, how you Paul? You will. Like, just yeah. it's fucking bonkers. How, how like. did the press treat you during yeah, that, uh, before the trial and all that? Before, yeah, yeah. it was very and funny. Because obviously, I was really quiet during the whole thing. I was the unnamed teenager at the time. Mm. Um, there was one court correspondent. I won't mention him because he was an awful person. The stuff he'd write was like that did not happen in there today. Yeah, um, and they, you know the stuff they put in the papers was really like. I would mean, you read them every day no no. I've heard about them and being there was enough to listen to bullshit you know and then to read about it it's just like yeah, yeah. be like living in concentration camp and then going fucking watching a movie about it yeah <laughs> you know what I mean yeah sit John Borden in the same room as you like this is what the children's court is like literally a desk and her there judge there this is what it's like like yeah really yeah so she was just Close court yeah sitting, sitting yeah. face to you well it's more you know an yeah. adult type of but yeah that's how the children's court is um, Jesus, but the media, yeah, we're fairly good now, especially when I got when I got overturned because I was made out to be great. They were great. Now, Clareborn, the researchers, one John, uh, who's a researcher for Clareborn, excellent all the way through, great support, like, yeah. And he got me onto Clareborn then when I was overturned to tell me story. And Clareborn, it would offer respect, war, um, good to me. And obviously, there was times where you know she was challenging at me, and I was able for that because I've done like a lot of talks and stuff, um, in my own job and what I do and. I know what to look out for mm. and when somebody's going to say something how to counter react against that and shoot it down before they kill you with it kill them with their own question and leave them struggling yeah. it's like one point at the end of the interview I was like right I have to get a laugh in here for the lads she's like so what will you go on to do now after this what's next I said well I don't know I might take your job and that was it like that was the way to kill the interview with her because I knew I had enough yeah. she was she was wanting more and then I knew the fella in her ear was like right fuck this cut that yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then the interview was kind of all aired but it was brilliant like the response that I got on social media was amazing like yeah. um, the media picked it up the local media are great the Echo newspaper and Tala mm. the Irish Times picked it up fairly well and then you have your rag ones like the sun and all this yeah. you know yeah, yeah. Well, we don't really scumbag goes and kills somebody gets away with it <laughs> but even like what, when, what, if you were found guilty what were you facing um, I was found guilty Um of course, I was found guilty, but I got a conditional discharge, basically good behavioural bond for nine months. But the interesting element of that was that Joan Borton apparently made a call to the barristers for the DPP and said she didn't want to see any child going to jail. You tell me, Joan Borton wasn't involved in the courts now. And this is all on transcripts from the children's mm. court. I can get them over to you, so I'll send them over to you. It's mad, you'd need a lot of time to read through them. It's got a bit of light bedtime reading there. <laughs> the shit that's come out of it is like, really wakes you up to the state what's going on you obviously you see on the telly every day these things you hear mm. on the news like with the government let's say farmer down the country getting set up and his land being taken off and you say oh, that's not happening he didn't pay some but when you actually get to deal with the sorry you have a question the bastards in it you get to know what they're serving you know mm. and they have a way of manipulating things and getting you into a corner and where they want you and how they're going to work their agenda on you and that's what they've done in that court and they had that judge who was only as I said earlier appointed and him, I, I, could re- I could read him. And I always said to my man after every court day, I said, that's him finding me guilty. Yeah. And I knew on the day then. I was like, ah, oh, that might be. But, you know, in the back of your head, when he said that, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so when was that, why was that overturned then? Uh, it was overturned uh, solely on the lack of evidence then that they produced, because we brought it to a higher court. Um, and the adults' courts, the adult mm. cases, like, was no adults were convicted. 
Yeah, the others were found not guilty by a jury. I was going to say you, you were the only one. The only that one was. convicted of false <laughs> imprisonment against a government minister in the country. At fifteen Ever. years of age. Ever. Child genius. Child genius. delinquent. <laughs> child menace. Child. You know, yeah, Joan. Yeah. Ah, would, would, would you? Ever meet John again? Um, possible. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. if I was out canvassing, like, um, for the Labour Party, no, it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> if I was out canvassing for it together for yes or something like that, mm. and she was on the canvas, I'd, I'd be there. Would you respect her? I could respect people. I always have respect for people. I wouldn't Would be you happy to be there mm. in her company. Would it be an altercation? I wouldn't have anything to say to her. Why would you have anything to say to somebody that tried to basically ruin your life? I think that's yeah. my way of putting it. And she did do that. Strong words, but she did do it. Like, I was very sick, like, with stress and all during the court case and coming up to it and everything, you know? Really, like, yeah. very sick. I had leave here as well at the time, and it was a fucking nightmare to try to study. But the court cases in the court weren't anyway um, appreciative of that. That I had a leave here. They wanted to push on with their agenda. And I think that was because I was a scapegoat to get me found guilty to set a basis for the adult trials. Yeah, yeah. And that's why they weren't appreciative to the um, the leaving cert. So yeah, I was doing leaving cert studies during the time as well. Um, but if I came across Joan Byrne again, look. Do you think um, she'd recognise her? Oh, 100%. Mm. 1000%. She doesn't go into the doll now. She won't go into the doll chamber when Paul Morphy's there. I know that. There's an interesting fact. I was Paul Morphy very supportive. Uh, all people involved in the Jobstown campaign were yeah. members of Erigi and you know all other walks of life normal Joe so like they're involved in politics who got tied up in it were really supportive we we, we created a great group you've seen the social media campaigns we had yeah. Jobstown Not Guilty and it wasn't like the socialist party behind it it was Jobstown Not Guilty it was the people who were in the court yeah. and the people who had their faces on the telly in the interviews um, which were all great people we were the ones doing it and pushing the agenda it wasn't a party behind it the donations were from the people that supported us, and it was great. We had uh, Paddy Hill, obviously, you know, Paddy Hill from the yeah, yeah. Justice. Uh, he, so he supported us and stuff, and we had the big event at Liberty Hall. The very support of everyone was in the campaign, yeah, not just one person in particular. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. was a group we created for support, and it worked really yeah. well. Like. Did any, like, real, uh, did any opposition kind of political leaders get in touch at all? No, we had a lot of talk with, um, you know, we had a lot of senators sign a letter and TDs and stuff. And again, it's very hard to get, like, Fianna Fáil obviously aren't coming on board with it, you know. Mm. Um, so there was nothing from them, no, so basically no. Like, you had, uh, you know, your local TD signed a letter, like, like Sean Crow and stuff, but Paul yeah. Murphy, uh, Catherine's opponent, and signed the support letter. She's a local TD in her area. I wonder why she didn't sign, I don't know. <laughs> um, she's she's a real advocate for children as well, like, isn't she? Yeah, she's a minister, minister for, for children. Minister, That's, yeah. This is the thing. During my court case, well, even she was before on the, she was minister for yeah, children, she was, that was, the, was what I meant. She was on the witness list, and then when she got the minister job, she was she pulled out of the witness. On my case, it would have looked really bad, though, wouldn't it? Like a minister for children and youth affairs coming to give evidence against a child in court. Yeah, yeah. I think she had a bit of a brain that day. She probably had. Uh, I'd say she had somebody advisor uh, to kind of. Oh, are they one of them? Uh, what did he call them? Eighty thousand euro people? Is that what they yeah. civil <laughs> servant? Yeah, 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 civil yeah. servant. Yeah, that's that's the one. Um, have you any desire or any kind of want to go into the world of politics as an elected representative yeah, of the people? Yeah, Gale now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, not at the minute. You know, I'm I'm enjoying life at the minute. Yeah, uh, trying to enjoy. You know, with obviously personal stuff going on as well, but trying to enjoy as much as I can. I like going out the weekend, having a laugh at lads, mm. making a show of myself without ending up in the paper. Yeah, <laughs> but definitely down the line. You know, but your past can go back to bite you. But who hasn't been young? Like Leo Radcar, you know, especially like you've seen an interview with him. I don't do drugs, but seen an interview with Leo recently. He was asked about medical cannabis. 
And your one says to him, you know, have you took drugs before? And he says, well, I've been to medical school. That's what, that was his answer. It's a bit like Bertie. Remember Bertie was asked, um, is he going to be president? He says to your one, and you have a very nice day. That's the interview over. Yeah. <laughs> As he said there, and hung up the phone. Yeah. Don't you see him walking out of that interview with the, yeah, the, yeah, the chairman? Yeah. I came here to talk about the Good Friday. I think th- I think yeah. that put a, st- uh, a halt to his rehabilitation. I don't yeah. think he's going to run for president. Yeah, no, no, I don't think so. But there was definitely an e- uh, there was definitely an effort by some to rehabilitate his image. No, uh, yeah, hundred percent. There always will be. I think, and yeah. I think there and will Fianna be. Fianna Fáil you know? would be surprising. Fianna Fáil are the ones that backbench, quiet, come up and snap. Out of woodwork, yeah. Like, we didn't have anyone from the 2011 election for Fianna Fáil and Tal. And then, sorry, can I just get you to that? Because it's oh, sorry, yeah, yeah so Char- Charlie O'Connor, no, Charlie was councillor, I think. Oh, okay, sorry. I don't think yeah. he was TD. He lost his seat, I, though, didn't he? Uh, I believe he did, yeah, yeah. I, I, in 2011, I think he lost his seat, though. And mm-hmm. then, our next Fianna Fáil TD was John Lehart. I'm pretty sure, though, I don't All think right. it was a Fianna Fáil. Oh, it could be now, I don't know, I don't oh, know. Sorry, yeah, no, I was just going to talk about the rehabilitation of... Oh, sorry, uh, yeah, My boy Bertie, Bertie, huh? Yeah, I just think that uh, it's it's a weird one because there are still those out there who have the opinion of, like, Bertie, he was one of us. Like, he was a good lad. Like, what's the problem? I know, I know people who think that if Bertie was still in charge, there'd be no homeless crisis. Yeah? Yeah. That's, well, that's fucking bonkers as well. Well, it is bonkers, but if they look back in the history, Fianna Fáler came up with this great idea to throw flats up all over the country, remember, and definitely did help the crisis but it's mm. not look what we're in there the flats are being knocked down there's no house that's being built well uh, yeah and that's part of the problem that's and where I, we are. But I, we're living uh, in a roundabout and we need to just yeah. get the government we have off the fucking roundabout fuck them in the sea and get yeah. somebody fresh in there you know I, I think that's and uh, I, I don't know this may be going a completely different direction with the conversation but I also think the fucking planning laws in terms of high rise are ridiculous yeah you can only go a certain right. height isn't it? it like for fuck's sake lads it's uh, it makes absolutely no sense at all. You're talking about the fact that there's not enough homes, there's not enough places to live for people. This isn't, in, this isn't, you know, I don't see secure, uh, comforting legislation around it. Planning mm. laws. The Metro Hotel out in um, Ballymore, is it? Yeah, yeah. So uh, near right, IKEA, yeah. Where it went on fire in yeah. only recently. Did you all see that one on social media? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we were speaking to a fireman and fire safety training there only recently, and he was advising us that the designer that planned the building had these windows basically when the fire system was set off these windows would open outwards with the gap being at the top of them now that's the way that was designed yeah so basically if there was a fire upstairs so the fire smoke would escape but he never thought obviously of the windows below when the shit was flying out the windows yeah so that's how the fire remember the fire broke out on a few floors down yeah it's because yeah. debris came out the window and into am. another room that's how that fire spread that's another thing like Cranfield Tower look at that even I know it's a terrible tragedy mm. I hate to even mention it look what happened over there like you know yeah. and you think when you see things like this planet, things like that happening you think the people around the table saying lads we need to get this shit together before this happens here but it's not it's not and I think like <laughs> I think certain politicians I think even before Labour got into the, la- the government that they were in I think they had uh, intention Um I think particularly our local Labour TD at the time, Amy Gilmore, I think he had intention. But I just think when they get to power, like if you look at Labour's <coughs> policies and Fine Gael's policies, they shouldn't be in bed with together. They're complete opposites. 
But they betray the people though. And but that's what I mean. They, they they get up. They get were up. at a party who took the medical cards off the children with Down syndrome and disabilities, you know? Yeah, like that was John Boone. Yeah. She wanted to take mm. medical Brutal. cards. Brutal I heard her on the radio. I was actually on 98 FM what years can ago. I just say? <laughs> 98 FM years ago, um, I was driving home and John Burton's comment was um, she's going to lower the disability uh, pension, disability benefit, because a lot of the time, because it, it's at 16. Um, sure why would I give them uh, this money when they're just drinking cans in the field it's the same with the water and I rang up I pulled in I rang up and I said are you for are you for real she's just after saying that a Sinn Féin councillor at the same time had to resign because he's I don't know if it was Sinn Féin actually a councillor in Kildare I think he had to resign because he said Africans were very hard to deal with uh, with the housing situation I think that was Fianna Gael Fianna Gael he, he, had to, he had to step down and I'm like how is John Burton not being asked to step down for that comment well there's all types yeah. of things like I said it as well earlier on um, Mary O'Callaghan on uh, what day were you Wednesday Tuesday evening was saying on the prime time debate that women who are raped can get over it she was like there's no did you, did yeah. you see that uh, now I've so Mary was yeah. basically saying and Mary I've, I've seen the quotes alright but and she was saying like basically you know was she asking that as a question to a no sider? No, she, she was saying she wasn't giving she her was opinion. It as a statement. Well, she was saying to the no DS campaign, she's like, well, you know, women that get raised can get over it. So she's, mm. so her as the chair of that meeting is saying, or that debate, she's saying, well, that's, what, question, some, that's a, what sometimes the no side can say. Because that's essentially what John McGurk said yeah. the other night on, on with Matt and Ivan Yates. And again, yeah, Matt and Ivan Yates, yes. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Like, so you do remind me of actually. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I suppose you're right, Ivan. Yeah, yeah. me whole. <laughs> oh, Matt. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think there's an awful lot of fucking bollocksology out there, to be honest. And I think part of it, when we, we, we had Michael Graham on a mm. while ago, who is as right wing as they get. And I thought he was great crack. Like, I don't agree with fucking 99.9% of anything that comes I out of it. Because it can be. Like, uh, politics, you, know? can you take politics. I was going mad, though, wasn't it? You were, you were. And when I say I don't believe, or I don't agree with 99.9% of what comes out of his face, I include fucking breeding in that. But like, I, fi- I find them fairly <laughs> funny. Like, you said, they're great crack. It's great crack when they come out and say, you know, like, we're going to cut the benefits on this, we're going to mm. do this and that, we're going to tax you more. Universal social charges. They came out mm. with that one, wasn't they? Yeah. yeah That's meant to be gone. Um, but one of the things that stood out to me and it's just because you were saying about like Labour and Fianna Gael being completely opposites, opposites and they shouldn't mm. he made the point to us that like you know anyone in Ireland who thinks that they're centre or thinks that they're right is off the fucking rails the, the Ireland is this it's messy weird misfit of everything is the same but you like to think you're different yeah yeah you know but they're they're all, that could be definitely like they're canvassing door to door and they're telling you that they're socialists on their left and they're James Connolly yeah, but they're not I think they're you've not. been converted to Fine Gael they're not huh? I think you've been converted to the right me? <laughs> yeah. well I, I consider myself centre yeah. and, and it's something me and him always and I and openly it was admit right it, before we did this podcast oh yeah I, I voted for Fine Gael in the 2011 mm. election and Labour in the, Eamon Gilmore got me number one vote That's and it. then I can't remember who I gave number two to, but like, I'm almost going the opposite as most people. Most people start off very left when they're young, like, and kind of as they get older, get more conservative. Where I think the older I get, I'm starting to lean the other way. Where I just like, it's no. all about the social circles you involve no. yourself in as well. Like, yeah, a lot of people I when you hear stories work like, with and stuff like would mm. be up and you know, Fine Gael, Fine Gael, Fine Gael, Fine Gael. Yeah. and you're nearly sitting around them like, holy fuck, how do they think it's like this? 
to live a life on the other side. Mm. And it is, it's definitely like, the way some people look at life in this country is not how everyone sees life. But it's crazy, yeah. the politics, the differences. And it's labels, it's all down to labels as well, isn't it? Really? Yeah, like yeah. Pro, pro-choice, pro-life, pro yeah. left, right, Classism. straight, boy, asexual. It's all, everything's being defined into categories. I just want a political party that literally just focuses on don't be a dickhead. Yeah. If there was a don't be a dickhead party, I would be fucking all over it, man. You'd be a leader. I'm telling you. Become a communist. Girlfriend's Russian, it could possibly happen. I'm probably already being converted and I don't even know about it. So, I mean... <laughs> your girlfriend or your fiancé? Fiancé. Welcome, welcome back to Vladimir's... Yeah. <laughs> Vladimir's um, podcast. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> You're joined by Putin on the podcast. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Vlad, my man. I'll have to try to get him onto the podcast. How, how did yeah. you feel when I was overturned? Oh, delighted. I remember I was, um, at, I was a blessing and I got the call. It was embarrassing. I said, Jason, a solicitor, Michael Finucan. Um, Great. Have you ever heard of Michael Finucan? From Belfast? His dad, yeah. His Pat no Finucan, way. yeah. Pat Finucan was. Pat Finucan's yeah. son is, is your solicitor? Yeah, Michael, yeah. Holy yeah, Jesus. Yeah, for him in Dublin, yeah. Uh, Pat Finucan obviously was shot by the RBC. Yeah. Slash British. Troubles, yeah. Up in the north of Ireland. Um, yeah, Michael was my solicitor, great solicitor, and David Thompson and a few others in the firm, Barry and such. Um, my barrister was Romelda Kelly, uh, Gleesio Lida, and Jim Kelly. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully. Sorry, Jim. <laughs> yeah. um, but they were legal team, they were excellent. Like, but Michael rang me that time and uh, he says to me, Look, I got great news, and I knew by him saying that that was all yeah. Because we've been pushing for it, like. And it was hard because the court, you know, love to take a break. How barristers get stressed and judges and they need so many breaks during the year. So I was like, Jesus, come on, what's happening? And the solicitors would be open, I'd be ringing them. They'd be like, look, the courts just aren't open. But then in December, we got the call. It was great, you know, we're going to go into court. And I've never, I didn't do any media about who I was. And then when it got overturned, I released a big statement and I went, yeah, all over the breaking courts. news. Yeah, like, yeah. It was mad at all, papers ringing me and TV stations and everything ringing me, you know. Mm. Um, but you're, you've t- you're over the moon yeah delighted yeah, yeah. delighted with excellent no no better feeling because you know, people judge you I don't care what people think about me like I don't give a shit I did for a long time but 19 now like for a lot of being 17 to 18 like you really did care about what people thought and but you never went you never went out to kind of so to speak in prison no John Burton no you were making definitely. a point to protest the protest and speaking got a point across as to what's going on in the country and to see what, how she's so oblivious to it like what's I'd love to know when they look what do they fucking see like yeah I really would like to see in their ministerial cars and they're driving by the streets and stuff what do they see like do they see people on the ground like we see people on the ground and do they feel what we feel because I know by talking to you two now you'd feel the same as me when you see somebody sitting on the ground they're like fuck yeah. I'd love to have them when yeah. they help that fella right now yeah. they, they can do that type of stuff with legislation but they won't mm. they're saying they're doing it but where's the proof no, it's something that we've said before and it's something that I'll say over and over again. I do not have any confidence in any government or any... Who do you any think the next poli- opposition government will be? Uh, oh, no, sorry, the next government. Coalition, sorry. <laughs> opposition. Do you oh. think Fianna Fáil, uh, Sinn Féin? No, I think, Fianna, I think Fianna Gael will stay in. Do you think, really? I think Fianna Gael will stay in. I think in. Fianna Gael could be out in the next... And especially with Jerry Allen's gone for Sinn Féin. I think that's mm. floodgates open for Fianna Fáil for Michal to have a nice word after the debate tonight. <laughs> well, yeah, I think yeah, I think the floodgates are open for Sinn Féin since Jerry stepped down. And I think Mary Lou has been absolutely amazing with speaking since taking over. And I just, I, 
I can see her causing terrible problems to opposition leaders. Jordan, Jordan, the debates. If I'm being one hundred percent honest, I think it would almost suit Sinn Fein to be the biggest opposition party next, as opposed to being actually in, in power. They're, they're a hungry party. They're hungry for it. I oh, know, one hundred percent they are, but I think. But, but they couldn't get their ideology around with Fianna Gael. I don't think. They no, don't do it with no. Gael, but they could push it with Fianna Fáil. It depends. I, look, they won't. Not with Leo. With Leo, one hundred percent, they won't. Michal Martin, I think, as hungry as you're saying, Sinn Fein are. Michal Martin fucking wants to see T-shock beside his net. Oh, absolutely. You know, and I wouldn't be surprised if he pulls a few tricks in the dark arts to fucking try and get get that coup de gras in there. But haven't, like, they, haven't the all parties done in the past pull their tricks to get where they was? Yeah. Like the independence that we have, we had Catherine's opponent Tala. She had independence. She went mm. in then gave in her vote. Sorry, gave her vote to um, Leo. Leo. Mm. Was it Leo or Enda at the time? I think it was both. It was Enda originally, yeah. Enda, sorry, yeah, for Tisha. She gave Enda her vote um, and in trade for the junior minister job. Yeah. Now, that wasn't known, but she didn't have the junior minister job, but then when she gave him her vote. Yeah. Shane Ross did it down here as well. Yeah, Shane yeah, Ross, the transport yeah. minister, yeah. Schneck. Complete set of, like, but write, write a book exposing Foss about corruption. Mm. And, and the bankers, yeah. Go on, I don't know about bankers. And then him, him giving grants to private skills. Uh, yeah, that's fucking outrageous. Five hundred grand for Wesley to update their hockey pitches. Wesley College, isn't it? Lawrence's college uh, time clock is broken in their basketball court. Cost about maybe three grand, probably. Was to it get Wesley anyone. or was it? Um, the there was other a few. One? There was a few. There was a few grounds. private colleges. Yeah, yeah. Did yeah, yeah. I don't think it was well. No, I know the one you were talking about. The right. Astro, but it, well, it's the one beside uh, Lansdowne Road. Marion? I'm almost certain that's the one it was. And they shut down all the breakfast uh, clubs in the community schools. Yeah. Could, for could, children. could be wrong now, I'm out in the crash. Yeah, but yeah, you're right, but they did we, that But well, the, yeah. the, the, the consensus, that, you know... Yeah, he was, the private schools are fucking getting the money thrown at them. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Yeah, I'll um, give you this. But either way, lads, I genuinely, I, I don't believe, no matter who gets in power next or who makes up the government next, I don't believe... They're gonna do anything to fucking really make any ground in solving in solving it in a meaningful way in terms of homelessness or no. the, the housing crisis because as long as you have landlords as TDs, it's a disaster. That's an issue. But did you, you see know? the rich list that came out about the TDs? Mm. The fucking money that they have. And yeah. Mary Lou is like fifty-two thousand or something. Yeah, but she was, she's she was nearly the bottom. There's uh, well, the rest of them were nearly six. Yeah, but that's just because Sinn Fein are good at funneling money through the North Ground. There's a lot of Sinn Fein. I'm not a big fan of like. Mary Lou, I think, is can do damage with this is her politics, but her mouth is quite loud and mm. screaming might be good in some aspects. But when you're screaming about the wrong thing and when you get offended, when you get an answer that you sh- that you should be getting, I don't know. Pierce yeah. Doherty, I think, would have done a, lot of, a well better job than her. Do you think? A hundred percent. Not a fan of him at all, to be honest. Really? Yeah, really not a fan of Pierce Doherty at all. Queen being okay on a lot of time for and he's retired he stepped down now has he I don't know Brain. I don't know Brain. Oh, yeah. Brain. No. he went there like he he, can't, he tried to get into Barry Rack as TD did he? yeah yeah. that was a um, few years ago wasn't it? yeah but um, in general yeah I don't know but um, sure she may be listed as only having 52 but that Northern Rock money is sitting somewhere right? <laughs> there sure. is definitely like, <laughs> that he's not you've seen how she lives in an offer God's sake it's huge she has money it's easy. They all have fucking money, yeah, man. Bank you know? accounts offshore, you know, they're handy. <laughs> See, what was I saying about Bono earlier? Tax evasion, tax avoidance. Which, <laughs> which oh, one? No, yeah, lovely lad. Are we going to his house still after this? Uh, yeah, we're going with tea. Tea and crumpets. Just text them there now. Hot the mics are on. Tea and crumpets with Benet. Jesus, Benet. Yeah, man. I don't know. Look, it's. Yeah, it's fucking, as you said, like the entire thing, corruption runs fucking deep, like, and even the ones that you think are legit. 
I mean And politics is a family thing in this country Greed as well. is the knife and the scars on the You fucking love saying that Yeah That's it's fact though It's quote of the week Yeah It's quote Ryan's life It's all he ever says in this fucking podcast Damien Dempsey Damien Dempsey uh, Man a few times great yeah. Gentle Have you saw Damien on yet? No not yet it's in talks You saw uh, Christy um, Moron In talks Sorry you yeah. Hook you up we're we're on the, we're on mm. we're nearly there with Christy. I actually um, did you ever see the video when my arrest happened? It was uh, Russell Brand made a video about my arrest. I did see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Made, like a six senior protest. I did see that. How yeah. did that happen? I have no. Was it? Idea. I think it was Blind Boy. I sent, I sent him a tweet on his, and he DM'd me back. He's like, "Well done, keep it up, kid." Did he? Great. Yeah, that was it. I don't. It's I think Blind Boy told him because they're mates. Really? Yeah. 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 I would say it was Blind Boy. He's another interesting character, isn't he? Like getting involved. Mm. Comedians and pol- politics is always a funny one. Is he and comedian though? Hey, Russell Brand. Yeah, is, I mean, he? yeah. Do you get, have you ever seen Getting to the Greek? Yeah. Struck the furry wall after smoking, did you? That is. <laughs> that same with Puff Daddy Chase. No yeah. matter in bits laughing. Uh, Russell Brand is. But well, he may not be funny to some people, but he classes himself. I can't believe he messaged you. Jesus. Yeah. I've yeah. had, well, Christy Moore now messaged me as well. Uh, Christy, I wrote a very good speech at the time of the arrest as the unnamed kid and I went viral like you know, all types of celebrities sharing it was great yeah. Damien Dempsey Christy Moore Terry McMahon Jim Sheridan and all supported it mm. it was great like. um, so yeah. I think that that's the other side of it though I think when you have people who have that little bit of clout amongst you know well look uh, at Apollo the, House well yeah how did that yeah. get off the ground it was the likes of Terry McMahon Jim Sheridan John Connors yeah. Damien Dempsey Brendan Ogle Brendan yeah. Ogle Glenn Hansard fucking man um, Have you had Brendan on your podcast? No, no. no I think you no. don't need to be letting down. We need to we need to probably stop leaning to the left because I'm the lefty and he's a <laughs> yeah. center. Yeah, does, <laughs> oh, the, like, a nice Fine Gael um, one yeah. of TD and Tala. Yeah, sort you. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get. I think you're so far left though I think I almost need to get like the fucking far right on to balance this out, man. Yeah, you should get that. You know, like I got stressed when Michael Graham was on. They're really far. Renew right, it. Right, right, renewal. We had a renewal, I guess, Dan. Oh, man, we had a renewal. They didn't even have a party anymore. They have no TDs or anything. No, that, they lost. Uh, but they still get What's nothing. her name, uh, year one? Lucinda. 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 She's Lucinda. gone. She she stepped down on us later and everything, didn't she? I think she still may be involved. How do you have a leader when you have no party going? Fucking bananas. Oh, like. I see the renewal signs going up around the area during the week. I was like, yeah. Ronan McMahon was our lad. He was Fine Gael. He stepped down from Fine Gael and then ran for Frank, like everyone else yeah. that done for renewal stepped down from Fine Gael and yeah and Frank Cronin was ours we had him on before the last election we were trying to get like as many as the local lads in to kind of just say like why should people around here fucking vote for you like, he wasn't um, really a politician though was he ah jeez now he was a bit wet behind the ears like jeez you know? oh, God. Um, he just we, we were asking him questions based on their um, their literature that they had written and he yeah. just didn't really have the answers see that I think all that stuff they write is just the wrong approach to have with them. I'd like to get deep into them. Yeah. My childhood, what was that like growing up? Yeah. How many people in the house were married? And your man, dad work? Or, mm. Yeah, daddy was a banker, man was a sister. Jesus, and what was your mum a cleaner? Mm. That type of stuff, you know, because then you really know the heart of somebody when you know their background. Yeah. You know what they're going to come and see this. Like Fina Gale have advisors to prep people to go for government. Mm. Um, other parties don't have people to prep. Like, yeah. They have sure, Christian candidates. You, you see it everywhere. I mean, you see it like even... I mean, like you mentioned college earlier on and all that and I mean just because her name has came up over and over again Katie Ascoff on the, the no yeah, you know geez. and I mean like she was you, impeached yeah in UCD she was impeached like but even Rightly so even if I think about when I was in UCD and the UCD SU like I'm fairly certain at least three of the lads that were involved in 
the UCD, SU and the presidential stuff and all that have all gone on to be uh, Chris Bond. He's Tyler. He's one of them. He was involved with UCD, SU. Um, want to say Paul Lynham and Aidan 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 he goes by the Irish version of it and what did they go not on Aidan <laughs> yeah huh? what did they go on to do they've all gone on to, to, to be in politics like college, like the the whole thing of college yeah, being a great basis training, like, like, uh, I yeah, was involved in student counseling in school mm. and that was great like you know you get to put it to your teacher you're a fucking bitch no yeah. <laughs> yeah. no we need to sort stuff like in the school and it was great like and then Suppose that gave the teachers to fear then as well, like Jesus, he can speak. Mm. And I really did make the whole student council politicised in secondary school, like the stuff we want getting from the principal, the stuff we were seeing, like and we're like, Jesus, I can't do that in school. Yeah. And the teachers, like we kind of had them, like the facilities they had in our school were terrible, like the toilets and stuff. Yeah. And we kind of pushed at them. We're like, well, you no, know, we'll make sure every student doesn't go into class unless you do it. And one day we did have like a, a strike in the school. All the students stood against the balconies, yeah. going to class. Until the principal agreed that they were going to. So you definitely have a future in politics. Oh, well, definitely. Yeah. Would mm. you be independent or a party? I'd be. I don't like the idea of a party whip, um, but yeah. I don't mind a party whip structure in some cases. But more, I'd be swinging to not having one. So I don't think I'd like a party. The don't be a dickhead party, man. The don't be a dickhead party. It's yeah. waiting. Yeah, she's the communist Vladimir. Don't be a dickhead. <laughs> <party>. <laughs> just a big. Can't wait to see the election posters. <laughs> just a big photo of Vlad. The founding father. Vlad with a dick. Vlad. <laughs> <laughs> this is Vlad. Uh, this is oh, party. man. It will be something else. Imagine Vladimir Putin in Irish polit- poli- uh, political scene. Yeah, yeah, it'd be definitely Fucking yeah, man. hell, man. It would just... Yeah, but you have to, like, you know, somewhat of an admiration. Is he really? Vladimir Putin. He's a weird one, like, in the sense of, like, he's definitely, definitely shady as they come. But, oh, yeah. at, but at the same time... He's real, you like... Know, I know he's sought for nuclear, obviously as well. But mm. his a lot of his responses are on the foot, on the ground war, like you know, foot soldier yeah. war, which is obviously not the tactics of the states because they just like to bomb kids and, so well, and yeah. stuff like that, you know, mm. and Jerusalem and everything else, you know, and cause a murder everywhere. Yeah, yeah, um, the Israelis are in Palestine and oh fucking hell, know, man, that's another shocking. one. And in Dublin, like there was a protest a few years ago where you might have seen the videos. These group of people went into all super supermarkets and took all Israeli goods yeah. off the shelves. I remember this. So my my dad should my, be done again. <laughs> my dad used to have a fruit and veg, and uh, personal now for him. Personal. Yeah. yeah no, genuinely, because like like that, like some herbs at certain times of the year. Like this, is what fucking baffles me, right? I'm not pro Israel at all. I'm I'm not. But oh. if you want year round produce, you have to accept. That certain things only grow in certain areas at certain times in the year, and if you want it, it's gonna have to come from there. So either go for a fucking few months without your avocados, your basil, right? You get them more than oh. you get them in other countries other than Israel. You can, but again, the if you want to be imported from Israel as well, no? that's right. Israeli potatoes, where yeah, now we didn't ever deal with Israeli potatoes because they're shy. Uh, <laughs> our cultural section. Of yeah, it's a nice podcast. It wasn't uh, it? Wasn't nothing to do with politics. Yeah, it was just because we're shy. Homegrown silage. Yeah, I fertilized myself. <laughs> <laughs> Every morning at half six. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, like it's one of them. Like it's either look, make your political statement or fucking make your pesto some other time of year. That's it. <laughs> you can make the political statement. It's like the apartheid South Africa. Yeah, the okay. apartheid movement. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think it, Israel's an apartheid state. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see the argument. Like they um, well. 
their laws and stuff don't allow for equality for all different sectors mm. of society over there. It's remember, a reference to Jewish people. I remember yes. seeing a well, yeah, I know, but that's the whole idea of a Zionist state, you know. Like, you yeah. know what I mean, that's, uh, that's but, but you have to remember as well for the whole, for 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 Israel as well. The whole idea of Israel is they don't necessarily want to be identified as Israeli. They want to be identified as Jewish. Like it's it's a it's a cultural. Yeah. I, the word won't come to my head at all. And that's and why we keep pushing them. Is, as it, Zionists, is, it, you know? is it called yeah. ethnic cleansing? Ethnic, yeah, a big fucking word that everyone likes lately. Yeah, and that's what um, they would big bloody bag of But but they they don't mind that they don't no, mind they don't mind they, being they, they're, they're not offended by that they're offended frame. by being called Zionist. Yeah, and yeah. that's why I remember Maccabi Tel Aviv were playing the Tallah Stadium last year. Do you remember that? Yeah, uh, we threw a load of Palestinian flags here mm. we go, court case again <laughs> all over the fence and it's a great yeah. feeling. I'd seen all the horrible like Israeli like fans coming out like the mm. shit they'd be shouting when they see the Palestinian flag. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, but I think uh, look ultimately, I think like a two-state solution is probably the most desirable outcome. But, but I don't, you never see that happen. Yeah, no, I was gonna say the problem is that that's to be, you know, to, it's gonna go down the route where there'll be no Palestinians. Terribly, terribly so. Mm. That's the way it's going. Like the last uh, seventy years. Sad. It's very sad to see that. Um, that. That is true. That's the way it will go. The guys are yeah. leading an open air prison. Yeah. Running water for two hours a day. Electricity yeah. for two hours a day. Yeah. That's an occupation. They're, they're one of the biggest armies in the world. No, no, yeah. Do you remember a couple of years ago they done uh, the IDF uh, Hamas or Hummus? It was the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life where basically members of the Israeli Defence Force were... Um, on, on social media taking videos of themselves eating hummus and it was hot. yeah it is fucking shite as well yeah. like a commander um, spice bag but uh, yeah that's they were doing this thing of uh, hummus or hummus and the whole idea was what they'd, they'd eat a lot of hummus and be like hummus is your friend but Hamas is not support oh the Israeli Defence Force and then they'd like smear the hummus on their face as a kind of like ah look at us we're hilarious but they're, they're, but they're, they're, but they're like, animals like did you see you Ross, Kemp, Ross Kemp do his can't watch him no, no but he did Kemp. it yeah. he did a show in Israel and he, and he was going over right I'm open minded I don't know much about this let's go right. over and he went to a, a, a hill looking over Gaza on the Israeli side and there was locals getting their sofa having right. sofas there was a hill with a load of sofas it was like an open air cinema yeah and they were just sitting there purely to watch the rockets from Israel, the Israeli uh, defence force going into Gaza yeah and they That's were celebrating and he's like he goes up to them he's like what's what's going on here he's like oh we're just here to watch the Mm. The rockets going yeah. the airstrike. And that's a sad state of affairs, isn't it? Really? They're human beings, well. like. Yeah. yeah, but you see, there's the whole propaganda aspect of everything then in society nowadays, whereas this is good what we're doing. It's like back in the day, the Hitler and fucking Lenny mm. Reichenthal, you know? Like, mm. it's great what we're doing. Killing these, we're taking this, we're doing this. And then you look back at it in years to come, and the whole world knows it was genocide. Yeah. Like, we look back on the World War now, and Hitler, obviously, I know it was a lot, a lot more gruesome what yeah. happened then. And I do appreciate that. But you look at it now and you're like, fuck, that was murder. We're on the same Genocide. road to that. Yeah. Garrett's we're, coming for you. We're on, the yeah. same ro- we're on the same road to that, though. I don't know. I'd be, yeah, very, definitely. I, I'd be very careful about drawing analogies uh, about about Hitler when I'm when I'm talking about Israel because I'm aware of the Well, no, I, I mean the aspect you know. of how propaganda uh, yeah, was used. Yeah, no, yeah, like Hitler yeah. brought in, obviously Lenny Reichenthal was brought in because she was a, a filmmaker, a director. Yeah. And she was brought in to spin propaganda 
uh, same with Goebbels who was your the head fellow well, yeah well. Goebbels brought in Rising Star and she yeah, used the one that spun the propaganda in the movies what was it the Triumph of Fate Tri- um, Triumph of Fate was the one about the Berlin Olympics yeah um, she had it, like in fact look from a cinematic point of view like you can see why people were like oh my god it's amazing because like how she done it was and fucking, it is, you know, it, it was and, a propaganda spin machine and that's yeah. why like, I wasn't making relations to oh, I no, I'm not saying about that yeah. but definitely the way propaganda is used. Well, the propaganda mm. is like they've the right to defend themselves. Of course. Against what, though? Mm. No, I'm not saying that, that that's what you're saying, but I'm just saying I'm conscious about kind of... It's very... Because that's what people do. People will, will automatically jump to conclusion. A, a conclusion there that isn't necessarily there. So that's what I'm saying. Just fucking pull back on that for a second, lads, before you start tweeting us. Um, <laughs> tweet me. You know? Hashtag yeah. tweet me. <laughs> tweet, tweet Graham. Graham loves you, You've been fucking under the receiving end of a few Israeli people. I had people, a row with... I had um, a on Facebook. Too. I had a row on Twitter with Rory Kellen. That yeah. was yeah. That was in... Um, Miss Brown's Miss Brown Boys. Yeah. He is a big supporter of Israel. Yeah. So is Simon Kell. Simon Kell is a big supporter of the Israeli army. He was like, yeah. he, he he travels there three times a year since 1974 and he loves it and all. Yeah. We went back and forth and then I was put on some uh, Israeli hit list on Twitter, some groups and all. I had to yeah. ask Danny. I was like, what the hell are these? Yeah. Well, this is me done here for the podcast today, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> See you all later. So um, I was like, here, Laurie, I'm, I'm stepping out of this conversation. I'm being, I'm being added to hit lists. Yeah. So am I. That's nice. Mommy. But, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Honestly, lads, there are reasons to smile. There are genuinely. Not that, you know, we've discussed a lot of them right now. Yeah, there, there, are, there reasons are reasons to smile. To smile. There is. We'll start you know. with, we'll, we'll cheer the conversation up. Have you heard of the Yanni or Laurel yeah. going around? What's your... Yeah, I don't, I don't... I, I thought I, it was Laurel. I thought I, it was Yanni. I wasn't hearing it either. Like, I suppose Yanni was what... Didn't I didn't have to say on turned up. I heard Laurel. I heard Laurel. <laughs> All I was hearing was airy. And I was like, what, yeah. what is this? What, I don't Girl. know what that is. Like, um, between that and, like, I, I don't know, maybe I'm just getting old. Maybe I'm not able for these mm. internet things anymore. That whole white Podcasts gold and thing. Telling <laughs> you, man. I just want to sit down and listen to the radio and read, <laughs> listen to the wireless rather, and just read a paper in my slippers and just eat a word as I What age are you? 30. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I feel 90 lads I feel 90 I feel worn down yeah, lads. Hitting them. Hitting fucking them. is man my knee is gone Jay, thanks a lot for your time this yeah no pleasure lads great yeah. conversation great crack it's been it's been a joy definitely yeah. do it again I think we should get a few fine gathers in that round of table yeah, yeah. 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 you we asked a few of them they said no so they did say no yeah in fairness yeah you know, did you ever see like prime yeah, time yeah. debates? <laughs> Very funny in prime times during the general election. Remember they left the seat empty? Yeah, that was Vincent actually. Brown, yeah. Brown. You should try to get him on. Oh, we've tried to be. Yeah, but I remember he left the seat empty on the show, and people said, like, "Why is the seat empty?" That was yeah. Rafina Gale, but they're not coming. Yeah. He's brilliant. Yeah, he's he it, Someone yeah. tweeted him the other day saying because he he tweeted his support for the referendum. Yeah, yes. And someone tweeted him saying, "That's it. I'm not watching you on TV anymore." And he goes. And he, qu- he quoted the tweet back and goes, I retired in July 2017. Yeah. I'm not on TV3. sad when he retired. It was great. Yeah, like. It was for health reasons, wasn't it? Yeah, I it remember, remember yeah. Mungarsil. He, he still writes pieces for the journal. Yeah. Do you remember Mungarsil? Yeah. yeah. Like, You're not coming in here. Get out of my way. Yeah. This is my house as a taxpayer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's dead. Straight yeah. down. Like. Oh, if anyone knows Vincent Brown, get him on. Yeah. yeah. Not Brown. No, just Vincent Brown. <laughs> yeah. 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 Very careful about that one as yeah, well. Yeah. Agnes Brown. <laughs> um, 
Although yeah, I wouldn't, yeah, yeah, wouldn't mind Agnes on either though, if he's available. Yeah, Brendan O'Carroll, yeah. yeah. Mother was a Labour TD. Rory Cowan anyway. I'm going to ask Rory to come on and we're going to solve this Israel thing. You and him. And we get Simon in as well. Yeah. Simon on the phone. Via the medium. We'll have a row. That's all right, Graham. That's all right. Have a row. Yeah, Rory's actually very good, man, in fairness. Yeah, he's gone now. His mother's very sick, so that's why he stepped down. Is that why he stepped down? Apparently. But yeah, thanks very much for coming into us, man. Yeah, thanks for having um, me. It's great. Good to get And uh, definitely be keeping an eye on what comes next year. And um, follow me on Twitter. Yeah, what is your Twitter? I was going to say, uh, do you have a Twitter? It's J Lester fifty, I think. Mm. I think that's it. Deadly. Merlo. I'm very impressed with your um, articulation. Your your political articulation for your age canvassing for votes here now. no, no it's, really. it's, it's it's very impressive like, yeah, no, thanks you. very much um, no, it's good for you to have a conversation I suppose that's what it's all about isn't it? having a chat it's a long it. day at work for most of us all of us yeah. so we need to get out and have a chat where are we I was going to say you're going to give the outro go yeah but you do where we are we are in the fabulous and famous Fitzpatrick Castle Hotel and if people want to know more about it, Meryl, where can they go they can go to wtspod.com they can go to our Facebook page face. Oh, did I get it right? What did I... Do you want to know about the hotel, Meryl? Where did I Oh, go? I thought what? you were doing the hotel. No, then. well, I did. I said we're coming to your front right. Let's... You do the hotel. <coughs> do you want to say where we are, Danny, the hotel? Yeah, we're coming to your front, the fabulous and famous Patrick Castle Hotel, an award-winning establishment for an award-winning podcast, Graham. And if you want to know more about the hotel, you can just go to patrickcastle.com. Brilliant. 10 yeah. out of 10. Thanks, man. If you want to know more about the podcast, you yeah. go to WTSpod.com. Yeah. If on our Facebook page, you can go to Facebook.com forward slash WTSpod Ireland. You go on our Twitter page at WTSpod or you can search any podcast provider, WTSpod, and you'll get us. Mohan Bugle. Yeah. Right. There we go. Bus. We never Tell get that right, Jack. Excellent. There we go. Tell you, what, you stuttered on Ireland 9.5. Yeah, yeah I, I did. I did. Because <laughs> I was looking at you. Did I get that right? Oh, but see, I don't want to make eye contact with you because whenever I do, you get distracted. You're do you like, know oh, what I've joined recently as well? Uh, voice bank. Have you heard of that? No, no, what's this? So it's a professional voice. Oh, the voice over thing. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've done a bit of that when I was younger as well. Still yeah. do. Deadly. Yeah. All right then. Uh, would, be, would be now any of your work? Um, the X Factor. What? I've done stand-in for David Dickinson before. Who's David Dickinson? Are you joking? That does the voice. No, are you listening? It's time to face the music. Holy fucking hey, shit. Did you I've done TV adverts and radio advert voiceovers. Didn't stand in from no, but I've done voiceovers for stuff like Ireland's Got Talent adverts and stuff. Yeah. When, so like months ago. And radio adverts and stuff. But Tell yeah. him this list at the end well, of the no, yeah, show. Fucking hell, there man. you go. Here's what's happening with all serious shit. We could be having a crack with this. Yeah. I'm back over to you in the studio now, Mariam. That's all for me. So yeah, voiceovers. Deadly. Yeah, yeah, 100% I can see you doing them links between shows on like TV3 and all, don't Yeah. Deadly. Fucking hell. Over to you, bro. So if you're looking for a voiceover artist, lads. Yeah. Contact Jay Lester. Yeah, Contact Jay. That's there you it. Go. Job done. Jay, thank you very much for coming in to us, man. Thanks for having me. It's been great. Uh, out in the very posh and lovely Kalani. Absolute North Valley Black. North Valley Black. Until next time. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Good luck. Too sweet.